Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering room. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show 261 1420 on the road for the December 22nd, 2022. Dave, the holiday season upon us. It was a case of planes, trains, and automobiles. Got myself out to uh, got out to Parksville, BC, about an hour and a half ago. We finally got to uh, Craig Elaine's house. My sister, my sister Elaine, and uh, brother-in-law Craig were here in Parksville. There is so much snow on the ground. Something I haven't seen here. Been coming out here for a long time, and I tell you what, I haven't seen snow on the ground in this town like there is today. That's that's remarkable because I I myself went to University of Victoria for a couple of years. It snowed once. So that one day, and then it rained the next day, and then it was all gone. But that one day of two inches of snow, and it was like, uh, I don't know what it was like, but it was it was very interesting as a, as a prairie boy to watch people trying to drive in two inches of snow. It, it, it was complete mayhem. Though. Like, we'll start this morning, Dave. Like, I know you're like, you're still, you got your, your winter hat. I will put this up on, on YouTube later on, but uh, it's, it was cold this morning. We went to, we got to uh, Calgary as we're driving through Claire's and we picked mom up bright and early this morning. Uh, and then we got, got through Claire's home and it was minus 40. They go, Oh no. Oh, Joey, this is terrible. So then you, you, get, you get to Calgary, finally get there. We park in the uh, the long-term parking, the economy lot, whatever you want to call it to save a, save a couple of bucks. You got to walk a little bit to, to the terminal, which is fine, but it's, it's cold. Like, it is really cold. And this is where it starts to get, get interesting on your, your travels and, and how people act in airports and the like and people in general. There's this couple that was, was running by us, like bastards, because they, they thought that either they're going to be late or they were they were cold, whatever it was. So at one point, they, this couple was running, and this is outside. The the woman she fell down. So I, mm. I she fell in this snow. I was like, oh, this isn't good. But I had two bags, so like we stopped and helped her up the whole bit. And then they got up and they started running again. It's like, okay, well, must be in a fucking hurry. So whatever. So they're in a mad dash the whole time. About forty minutes later, when we finally get through the the, the lineup at at the airport. We get through security. They're standing right beside me. 
So this great big rush that they were going through, they, they got we got through security the exact same time. Why people turn into complete animals when they get near an airport is beyond me. Anytime there's a line involved, <clears throat> excuse me. Anytime there's a line involved, people lose their minds and and stop acting like members of society. Hurry, 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 hurry. And then, like you say, like you know, you you run that red light, you 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 butt in line at the at the checkpoint for the the shuttle bus, and then sooner or later, you're going to be standing side by side, right beside you, right beside you. And 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 I try and keep that in in my own mind when I'm involved in situations like this. Like, sure, I want to be in front of someone else in the line. I always do. But at the and end, you want to get day, to where you're going. I get it, and everything else. But, it, but you know, like thirty seconds, you, you just went through all that effort to save yourself thirty seconds, and and perhaps by luck of the draw, when you're standing in line, either at the grocery store at, or at the airport, the other line might run faster. I mean, and then now you're 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 behind the people that you were rushing so hard to get <laughs> so in line before. stupid thing number two that I think we talked about it on this show a time or two before. But uh, when you're on the airplane, you sit down. Okay, first off, why do people stand in line in the actual terminal to get onto their plane? Like the plane's not like just sit beside the desk. You have your assigned seat. You don't need to get there any faster. The plane is not leaving without you if you if you just pay attention. Why do people stand in line and wait sometimes 10, 12, 15 minutes? Why? Never understand. Because it's a ride with an assigned a number of seats. Everybody here is going to get on the ride. And your seat doesn't change. You don't get to go on the front of the roller coaster or the back of the roller coaster or whatever. It's a fucking tube that's going to take you to where you want to go. And whether you're the first on or the last on, you're going to the same place. Never in, understand that. In general, they'll call your name four, five, six, seven times. They very you're not going to miss a flight. If, you're, if you are in the airport, unless it is on you, unless you fell asleep, fell into a bottle of whiskey, whatever it is, they will call you multiple times. They will kind of funny because when we, we flew with Jasper this summer and uh, he had been on planes before but this is the first time as well as a 12 year old as someone who actually kind of gets gets these kind of things like should we get in line dad no like we're all going to the why are they getting in line because they're stupid well why do they do that I don't know buddy I really don't know. Like, I had this conversation with a 12-year-old boy, and he gets it. Like, so, like, and then, and then we talked about it. Like, so all these people on the plane that are scattered throughout, like, those are the people waiting in line. Yeah, now they're sitting in the plane, in the tube, as, to, as opposed to still reading their book or hanging out in the concourse. Having another beer in the lounge. When they call first, call for order. That you know you do right when they call. Make sure you get a lounge seat in the airport at the the airport lounge. Get it close to the gate, and as soon as they call the for the for the gold member or whatever seat, order another beer right at that time because you have enough time to drink that entire beer before you're required to be on the airplane. I guarantee you have, it. 
30 minutes. You have 30 minutes from, from the pre-boarding, those with with young kids. Or you could probably do a beer and a shot. Oh, fuck. You and I, we can do whatever we fucking <laughs> yeah. want. So then yeah. you fly, you get going on the airplane. You get this. We're not getting into sports too much on this holiday season. We'll get into that in a second here. Hope you guys are enjoying this little trip down memory lane and everything else we got going on flying. But uh, you get on the plane, you fly to where you're going, plane lands. Why does everybody stand up and go to the like the guy in the very last row? For some reason. He, oh, pizza guy's here or somebody's here. Anyways, that's uh, Scout and, and McGuire, the, the, the gruesome twosome here at the, the, at the house. People stand up and then they go to their the very back of the plane. They, they're going to get off in two seconds. Where are you going? Well, see, like, <clears throat> I'm the guy, too. Like, if someone wants to stand up, like, whatever, do whatever you want. Get your shit out of the carry-on. But, you know, no one sitting behind me gets out in front of me 100 percent. i don't i don't care how long i threw i threw daggers at a guy this morning when we landed in vancouver i i gave him a look like hey dude like my mom's beside me you're not you're not you yeah you just stay here i'm we are going ahead of you because we're in we're in the seats ahead of you on this airplane you sit back there we're going ahead of you because that's how this works yeah load loading the plane is one thing Get on whenever you want. Unloading, it goes in order. It, yep. it, it, otherwise, it's 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 chaos. Yep, exactly. You just you just deal with the people in front of you and let them do their thing. And then I stand up myself, and I don't even touch the overheads until there's about a a, a line or two, which which is gives me about a minute to grab my shit, my wife's shit, and my boy's shit, and then I hand it to them, and I stand there. And no one gets by me until they're in front of me. And like, and I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're not getting by me because, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to start a fight? No, no one's going to start a fight. And it's not like I'm a tough guy. Where either, are you going? Yeah, I, I, I don't give a shit for the aggressiveness on airplanes. Like, go fuck your fucking hat. We're all dealing with the same fucking shit. Park your ass. Wait your turn. <laughs> and the thing that kills me is like, yeah, you have to. Maybe if you have a connecting flight, I would like this is air. This would be airplane etiquette. Not my problem. Fourteen twenty air, airplane etiquette. If if the guy said to me, goes, hey man, like I, we got a tight connection, sure, but don't butt. Mm-hmm. We got a tight connection. I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. I don't know. Like this has happened. Like whatever. Who knows? Like, I'll give you that. But but even then, the airlines are usually going to make concessions to make sure the airplane doesn't leave without you if you're if your plane just landed and the 30 seconds that you're going to save by butting by me in in row a35 i don't fucking know like jam it jam it you jam and jammer yeah it, like, like, i don't give a fuck we all want to get off this plane get in the line and get the fuck yeah in general today, like the people were, were, were quite friendly. Everybody's having a, like it was Christmas and the, the snow situation, the cold in Alberta and the snow out here in BC. Every, all the passengers in general were having a pretty good time of it. Uh, it just made the, made the best. What are you going to do? You, you, you got, you dealt lemons, make lemonade, right? So there, there yeah, well, really- what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, I, I did look it up today. Uh, I, I struggled with finding the conversion with the wind chill today in, uh, yesterday in Lethbridge, Alberta where both you and I were, it's minus 52 Fahrenheit. 
Minus 52 Fahrenheit. Gross. It's gross. Absolutely horribly gross. You guys listen to us and think we're belly aching about shit. Like the wind chill was minus 56. Like, so it's so fucking cold here. It was, it's it's horrible. Like I said, this morning when we, like this, I I was bundled up like I always do. I was bundled up like I had to be for that, that four minute walk, whatever was in the car to the terminal. But man, oh man, it just, you can't wear enough clothing. You just can't. Like, you're, everything just freezes and sticks. It's horrible. As jealous as I am about those people that uh, that are coming on flying home to Calgary after their tropical vacations, which, ha- which happens all the time. Oh yeah, they're they're coming from twenty five with an ocean breeze, twenty five Celsius and an ocean breeze to minus forty. Like that is a shock to this. Yeah, like, there was I, one. There was one lady this morning in Calgary, and she got off the airplane, and, and she was not dressed for the elements. And I, I I looked at her, and I went. Oh no! I I, I felt oh. so bad for her, and like how she didn't know because everybody has the weather app on their phone. It's just there. Yeah, yeah, you it's not a surprise, out, right? Like, you know, it's okay. Like where where your flip flops and tube top to the airport in Mexico, but no, you're gonna need some socks. What? And a go to, big go to the washroom, change some clothes when once you get to the Calgary airport. It's it's going to be horrific. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's ab- it's absolutely crazy. Like I said, people are in the holiday spirit, which is nice, and it's 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 nice time of year to to kind of wind down and re- relax a little bit. The whole thing because it's uh man, oh man, that can get going, and people just get crazy at airports. It's absolutely, and it's like they, it's, we'll get off this rant in a second. But why is it that like? Logically speaking, Brent. Logically speaking, Dave. We can go up to the, the ticket agent, give them your our, our passport or your identification. Show something else. Get get your boarding pass. Give them your bag. You're out. In in that order, about that fast. Why is it that every single time there's that group that just can't do that? They have to get this, and then they want this, and then they stand there, and then the person is typing. And you don't. And those people who work for airlines, what are they typing? They're always typing something. And it makes me, it's just confusing. Like, why do people have to make this production out of getting on an airplane? I, I, I don't, I, I don't understand. I've never understand, understood it as long as I've flown. Because I said that to myself when I've flown by myself, when I've flown with my wife, when I, the fuck are they possibly asking that person? Like, like literally, I asked myself, what the fuck can they possibly be asking this person? Are they asking, like, I, like, and I'm thinking aloud, I don't know the answer. Are they asking that their luggage be loaded last so it comes off first? Are they asking for a kosher meal? Are they asking for maybe, an extra large maybe, the, maybe the I, simplest, I, I, like, a lot of times I the have, simplest answer is the, is, is the actual explanation, right? But, yeah. And, but like on the flip side, like fuck off, pay your fare, get on the goddamn Airbus, and let's all get there. Let's go. Let's fucking roll. Let's go. We're flying. Because oh, you stand in line, then you go through Asshole. another one. You stand in line, you go through another one. You stand in line, and then you get on a ferry. You stand in line. You wait for your Uber. You stand in line. Oh man, we did a lot of. But we're here now. Not going to complain anymore. It was a good, a good trip or, uh, from fourteen hours worth of travel from the from B, the Lethbridge, Alberta to Parksville, BC today. But we're here. I was texting with a friend um, who uh, we're planning on spending New Year's with. He's quote unquote trapped in Mexico. 
he went down there with his family <laughs> and there the, it's been two days now that their flights have been cl- been canceled but oh, yeah, they're, they're tra- yeah yeah they're trapped sunwing holidays in the, uh, is is what they went to and they they're making it good because i was joking i go well, at least it's not on your dime he goes no they've been really good but we ain't home yet. I go, well, I'll just give it two days and the temperature is going to swing around. But uh, he yes. wants to be home. His family wants to be home because it's it's Christmas in two it's, days. It's the Christmas season. Yeah. yeah. You'd rather be around family and friends and everything else and just the comfort. I'd rather be in Mexico better. waiting to come to Calgary than in Calgary waiting to go to Mexico. Yeah. And, yeah, Christmas and, and, is, is a thing. Actually, let's do that right now, Dave. We're talking a little bit of Christmas time. Uh, your team's had a rough goal, but my team hasn't won a, a championship for uh, since 2009. I know boo, boo-hoo, right? But uh, like, if you were uh, to sit on uh, the old fat man's lap right now and he, and he could grant one wish, he, had, he could pull it out of his big red bag. We're talking Santa Claus here. We're not talking Manscaped bag or nothing else. we got some news <laughs> from Manscaped. Anyways, good segue. Hey, that wasn't bad. Uh, if you were to sit on the, the fat man's lap, and he could give pull out of his his big red sack and Rudolph and the boys would uh, be delivering that present. What would you ask Santa to get your team this coming off season to uh, to make things go a little bit better for uh, next season? Um, as a Denver Bronco fan, uh, I don't know. I just want confidence. I I I I had it when they they. They hired this Hackett. I had confidence when they hired Russell. I want... I want to see something to acknowledge the mistakes that happened this year and make them better. And the problem is with that, I don't know if it's going to come true because if the problem is Russell Wilson... I'm in for a lot of fucking heartache. I'm I'm putting a lot of blame on Nathaniel Hackett, the head coach. I want him to be gone. He must be gone. Um, And then we'll see next year. And if it's the same problem exists, I'm fucked because uh, as a fan, because they got Russell Wilson for the next four at way too much money. That's the thing, and this happens a lot in sport where a coach is, is there and then they, they stick with him, let's go another year, another year, and see what we got. Maybe it was just a, some blending. We talked we talked the night when Randy was on that winning games right now is, is, could be a bad thing for a lot, a lot of teams because if you start winning, you start tricking management a little bit. And then, oh, things, yeah. this, this, this is what we have planned. This is what we, this is what we thought could, could be all year long. But the thing is, a lot of times, Dave, at this point of the season in in the, in the NFL for sure, but the National Hockey League, they're about a third of the way in. You are what your record says you are at this point. Like you can you can start off slow, catch up, and everything else, get yourself to five hundred. But basically, like when you're twenty eight games into a hockey season, fifty sixty games into a baseball season, fifteen games into an NFL season, you are what your record says you are. Like, and there, there's no there, there's there's no masking that at this point. Yeah, 100% agreeance, unless it's um, injuries that are holding you back, and that's always a thing. Um, but if you haven't figured figured it out, like, you're probably not. And there's always uh, exceptions that prove the rule, like the St. Louis Blues a couple years ago. Yeah, that, one, that, one, that one always comes back to bite us whenever we have these, these great revelations about something, and then someone goes, 
Well, the Blues did it. Yeah, they, and and they did <laughs> every do it, time, like, you know, like but 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 put out another comparable. Like it 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 does happen. You always have that dog's chance, and the Blues did it. The, the 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 New York Giants with Eli Manning, they were in HD. They won every game on the road and then beat the Pats in the Super Bowl to wreck their perfect season. It does happen. Cinderella very rarely wins, man. You're right. You can take that glass sip slipper and and just drink your beer out of it because it ain't coming home. <laughs> yeah, right? just jam it with your manscaped tools and everything else. So it's uh yeah, it's crazy the way that the teams that they, they said, Well, maybe we'd had this and maybe but you don't. And you're, you you didn't get the save because your goalie's not good enough. You didn't get the the the, the win because your quarterback's not good enough. You you had this season because your 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 whole thought process was wrong. Uh, like he, maybe one team that might be better than what their record says because they just won a Super Bowl twelve short months ago, eleven short months ago. Um, the Rams, man, that that's that's got to be the worst team after a championship season in the history of professional sports. They can't be that bad. They can't be because if they if they just won a Super Bowl eleven months ago and they and they're they're where they are now, there's something not right there. I, I kind of disagree with that because, um, you know, when you stack your, your roster and your payroll to, to make a run at it, run at it, and I applaud the team for doing that, um, you're going to have to let people go, right? You're going to have to let people go. And then you get a couple key injuries and you're fucked, right? Like you can't keep the, the, the gang together every year. And, you know, Stafford not playing as well, not good targets. Cooper Cup gets hurt. Noah OBJ, Darnold gets hurt, and all of a sudden, trading trading uh, ex USC Trojan Robert Woods was a big mistake too, I in my opinion. But that's well, yeah, because he was such a contributor to the locker room snack tray, right? Like, <laughs> fuck, uh, it, it it makes a difference. And then when you and Von Miller is in uh, in Buffalo, and it, it, which is such a shame because I'm such a huge von miller uh fan the the shame isn't him being in buffalo the shame is him being on the bench uh he won't be able to play because he's a difference maker i get it he's getting a little bit old but when he's jammed up and 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 all geeked up for a game he makes a difference in the game and 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 i i do kind of root for buffalo to win the super bowl to to get von miller a third super bowl ring with three different teams Dave, when you were a kid and you were asking Santa for something uh, for, for on Christmas morning, were you shooting for the stars or were you being realistic? Like, what was your what were your what were your thoughts there? Were you like, okay, I'm I want the uh, what, what was Ralphie's gun, the the, the BB gun, the uh, uh, red, Daisy red red whatever it was, the red the Red Raider rifle, whatever it was, or did you uh, or did you just go? I just want a soccer ball. You know, you, did you did you shoot for the stars, or did you did you just kind, or did you just okay? I'm I'm going to be re, re, I'm logical. I'm not going to to get too greedy because I might I might get nothing. I think my parents tempered my expectations because there was always those things that I did want, and and I was I got surprised the occasional year. Um, it's uh, we would get family Christmas presents sometime. Like the one present I remember that I like that got. Millions of hours. We got that air hockey game, like the oh yeah, 
where you stand side by side. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, you stand side by side. Turn it on. Oh, we played. I played air hockey for air oh, hockey, table lost. hockey, and the like. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah I loved that ago. one. And it, and it was stand up, and it was sturdy. It was like in. It was probably nineteen. I'm I'm gonna say nineteen eighty eighty one ish, but that was a great present. And, yeah, get, and getting, the, getting the table I hockey games. To. I remember one year uh, when Elaine's family came out to Fort McLeod there, uh, and uh, the the uh, and Santa showed up with a uh, uh, a table hockey game that the the elves had to to assemble when the uh, the kids went to bed if you know what I'm talking about and uh yeah that what that was like there was too many hands involved if you know what I mean like it was like can somebody just get fucked up and get the fucking done <laughs> one of those deals the reason why I ask if you, if you would get greedy uh with your santa wish uh cuz as a uh like our leafs fans are they digging deep into Santa's bag of tricks and saying, we want to win a Stanley Cup? Or would, would Leafs fans be realistic and say, we need to win a round? I don't think Leafs fans ask for a fucking thing. They hope and they pray and they wish. <laughs> right? Like, there's no there's no parade route being happening right now. That Like, that team is rolling. They're absolutely. They're they're playing well right now. They went again today. Yeah, they beat the Flyers. Yeah, the Flyers they, aren't they, great, but yeah, ten games into the season, everybody wanted the coach fired, and they wanted Murray fired. Like they wanted wholesale change. But since that, like honestly, since that first ten games, they've been ridiculously good. Unbelievable, actually. And, and, and I, I, I do honestly believe that any Leaf fan with a scent of reality in their shoes. Let's wait till March or wherever playoffs starts. Like we're in a win around. And like, I'm a yeah, least yeah. guy and I'm thinking like win around, like win yeah. around. We haven't done it since 2004. I think it is. So win around, let's not get greedy. Let's not, let's not get ridiculous. Let's, let's ask Santa to, to be realistic in our, in, in, uh, in his financial, um, <laughs> Prowess, I guess what he can, what he, what he can afford, what he can get me. Because uh, if you start shooting for the stars, like right with that, Santa's going to call you a dumb name. I think. Correct. Personally. I think. I think the cockiness is gone, and now it's just like just pray for a good result come playoff time. That's, That's got to be tough though. Like, I, like uh, just the result. De- like Deanne's dad and uh, her brother are huge Leafs fans. Like they they follow it. They know minor guys in the minors. This like they they they're on her. And it's I I have a like I like the Leafs. Like uh, if they when they lose, I'm like, okay, whatever. It sucks and whatever. Try again next year and whatever. Because you're into baseball season at that point. So, uh, but when you're a diehard and you want your team to win that badly and year in year out, they they have to actually be the most disappointing franchise in North American sports. They they have to be because with the size of the fan base. Well, it used to be the Cubs, but now it's the Leafs, right? Because but the Leaf fan base is way bigger than the Cubs fan base, is it not? They're passionate. Yeah, they're passionate. All right, yeah, they're passionate. Passionate to the guys who are playing next year. I know. I don't know what 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 else you can do if you're a Leaf fan because you know the the simple fact that the Jays have won two titles and the Toronto Raptors 
Yeah. Which wasn't even a franchise. The last time the Leafs won a cup. The la- last time. There the wasn't, Leafs. they weren't even playing basketball in high schools the last time the, in Canada, the last time the Leafs won a cup. And, and, right. <laughs> they, they, were, they weren't even a glint in their dad's eye, for fuck's sake. And, oh. they've, and they've won one. So, like, the Leafs, like, for all, like, and I get it, and, and you're allowed to be an historic original six uh, franchise. But let, let, let's face it, you're, you're, uh, regardless of your, your regular Dave, season record. Look, 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 I just, not- I was just running some numbers in my head. There's a good chance that there isn't a, a dad of a current Maple Leaf who was alive in 1967 when the Leafs won the cup. There's a good chance. Cause what year were you high, born? That, that's highly possible. I, I was born in 70. Right? right, and I'm 52, and so which you, means, you 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 had Jasper a little later in in uh, in in life, but I'm correct. I'm 48, so I was born in 74. So seven years prior to that, I had to be 55. These kids, there's a real good chance, man. There isn't one dad on that from that Leafs roster who's, who's that was always, alive. That was alive. Yeah, during. Uh, Oh yeah, no, I, I I think that's that's a really good good thing that I just saw that. I mean, that's, that one's actually a Brent original. That's not something I listened to on a different podcast or or read anywhere. I just I just so by definition, that. like they're two generations. They haven't won a cup in two generations. Two generations. But oh well, good for them because like fuck the lease. I can't stand the lease. Least fans well, drive me a little bit. Nutty. I wouldn't mind seeing him win, win one just because. Like, why, before, when, the, like win one year before I die. Around. Around. Oh, a cup. I, I'd like to see that the people just go absolutely. Oh, bananas. no. Stop it. You know, we're from, we're from the, the Western Canada. We're supposed to hate Toronto. I'm starting to not tell people <laughs> I'm from Western Canada, actually. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I, we're, we're, no, we're not getting enough. into that 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 yeah, kind of talk here in the defensive season. But I, they're, but they're, nonetheless, I I say I'm from Canada. I don't tell them what part of Canada right now. For for some reason, I just don't. I just I just don't. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, fuck the Leafs. No, I will say that. Fuck okay. the Leafs. The fourteen twenty. I, I don't okay. need to see them win a cup. <laughs> okay, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports. Talking a whole lot more. Signed up. Uh, we got the email yesterday. Signed back up with Manscaped for another another term. They got some new promotions coming up. Another thing. So use the uh, promo code one four two zero skate at manscaped.com today for twenty percent off and free shipping throughout Canada and the United States. Uh, go out and get Manscaped. You probably won't get it. you won't get it there for Christmas, but for the new year, uh, start off the new year clean and fresh. Get someone a birthday present who has a birthday in the first week of January. There you go. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast is happy to have teamed up with Ruckin' Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Ruckin' Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice elements. 
promo code 1420ROCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Rocket Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for all the gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's 1420RUKK for 10% off at checkout. When you purchase a rocket, come to win. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. This segment brought to you by Rocket Sports and Rocketsports.com. Use promo code 1420ROCK. That's R-U-K-K at Rocketsports.com for all of your indoor garage training needs here in here in Canada. Because old oh man, you aren't training outdoors with the uh, in your backyard with, with the way the weather is right now. Dave, the uh baseball uh Hot stove seasons is in full swing. Lots of guys getting signed. Lots of action happening. Um, the the big one yesterday wasn't so much the Aaron Judge signing. wasn't so much him being named captain. We'll get to we'll we'll talk about that in a second. I have my my opinions on that. I think they'll surprise you a little bit. But we'll get into first uh, the New York Mets. Uh, coming out of the radar, like on it was Tuesday night, I believe the uh, the Giants canceled canceled their press conference. For, for to introduce Carlos Correa to the team that he signed the big the big deal it was twelve at three fifteen I think whatever it doesn't much matter who it's a lot of money um, and he ended up to, the the press conference got canceled next thing you know the Mets swoop in and he's uh, Carlos Correa is now a New York Metropolitan um, the Mets are going to have a payroll tax. Penalty, I guess, of over a hundred and so a hundred eleven million dollars that uh, Steve Cohen's going to pay. Uh, he's a billionaire, so what's one hundred eleven million bucks to him? It's not nothing. It's a small percentage of his fortune. Um, is this kind of thing good for baseball? Bad for baseball? Is it, uh, or is it just this guy's playing by the rules? And if he wants to spend his money, go ahead and spend your money. Um, good for baseball. Bad for baseball. Um. I think it's good for the players to have someone uh, that's willing to take take the hit and not give a fuck. I'm going to assemble a winner. I'm going to do everything I can to do this. I'm <laughs> I'm really quite skeptical when you when you have all these contracts. What this team is going to look like ten years from now. But but then again, if you want to just strike a uh, a stroke of check and get them off, and then do someone else. Like, what's the difference? If if money doesn't mean anything to you, what does money money mean? And then you can you can make those problems go away in 10, 12 years. Right? Well, the thing is, if if you he if he's spending it's gonna be four hundred million bucks on his payroll just this season, he's not making that money back. He's not. He's not. Uh, even with your 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 MLB dot com uh, movie or your money, your your uh, streaming, every all the stuff that the the team that teams get from the league and yeah you you you're spending he's he's not going to make 400 million dollars of revenue this year he's just not but the the long term effects of winning a championship it's generational and the the money that you'll make later on from that i think there's an investment there like this guy's like to be a super fan's one thing to be a, a rich super fan is another thing and this guy's a rich super fan and he's going for it and i i i, I don't mind it i think it's dangerous because a lot of teams can't Actually, you know what? A lot of teams won't. They have money. 
to be over that 111, 120, 115 million dollars, whatever it is. They they have money and they they just won't. If they would spend, if these owners would spend money on the money that they get from revenue sharing from this tax situation, there's a lot of teams that could spend a lot of money. But these guys, these some of these owners in baseball, I think it's the crookedest one, maybe hockey as well. But I think these, these a lot of these baseball owners just don't. They just don't. And well, they could. It, it, it's totally the the mindset of the owner. Like when you're a billionaire and you think 400 million, like so you have a billionaire. You have a billion dollars, and you're making money on that money. Um, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, when they divorced, she was worth twelve billion dollars. She's given away eight billion dollars. She's still to, fine to charity, and now she's worth twenty-seven billion dollars. Money makes money. Like so, for if this is your hobby and you want to spend money on it, like he's gonna, his personal fortune doesn't take a fucking hit. For a second. So he doesn't care. So I think this is awesome. I, I don't mind it one bit. I wish other because he's a person that's a billionaire. This is my toy. I am gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna paint this Ferrari every other week if I want to. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know what? And then when I don't like that paint job, I'm going to grab another paint job. And then I'm going to grab another paint job. And that's what he's doing with the Mets. I'm going to give them every single opportunity to succeed. Money is no object. And I'll deal with those fucking contracts 10 years down the road. And and maybe I'll just pay them off and, and, and we'll be done with it. I haven't because- had a chance. J- Jim uh, Plotter, our friend, fan of the band. Merry Christmas, Jim, by the way, if you listen to this later on. Uh, thanks for all, everything you've done for our show by promoting our show on yours. But anyways, Jim, I, I, he, he, I didn't listen to his show today. Uh, and I had nothing but time, but I, I just didn't. I'll do it tomorrow. But uh, he was saying that the Mets are kind of the, the new evil empire was it the title of, of his show. And they, they are. Like there's people who are really upset about this, a la the, the Steinbrenner Yankees back in in the in the nineties uh, and the early two thousands. Like th- th- this this guy is going for it again. Whatever, man, go for it. And, and you know not- what? If if somebody is and anybody anybody who complains about athletes making money, shut up, shut your yap. Because 100%. you know what? Not one person says no to a raise. At whatever job they have, not one person that I know would ever say, "Well, I have too much money. I'm not taking that." Nobody. So if exactly. you're if, if you're a fan complaining about what athletes are making, shut your yap and turn off TV. You're not allowed to talk. 
One hundred percent, because no one like like so. These same people are they bitching about how much money uh, the owners made to be able to afford to buy a team? No, like so so fuck your fucking hat. You know, like there's people I I know that that uh, talk about the the NFL players and and like you know these guys are such pussies and they they should be tough like they were in the old days and. We also used to ride horses to work in the old days. So shut up. Exactly. It's a different fucking game. These athletes, like, oh, Ditka and Blanda and, and, you know, and Terry Bradshaw, you know, those, those guys played the game the right way. They didn't have fucking ass kickers that were, were, are, are eating the exact thing they should eat and, and, and training the training exactly. This. The Same. athletes today, they're, they're, the athletes, they're, 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 it's, 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 everything's just different. Everything, everything's different. The athletes today are better than the ones. If you ask Wayne Gretzky, he'll he'll tell you he was not the best at this. He was not the best at that. It, but it, and it worked. He will tell you right now that the guys playing the game today are better than him. He'll tell you that. And watch, and watch any clip. And like they just are. Watch watch any clip from back in the day. It's it's nice, <clears> and I get a kick out of watching old greats do it. But. The the, <laughs> the 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 physicality, the the actual physical specimens of the athletes now compared to even twenty years ago is night and day. So anyone that wants to bitch about these guys being pussies and not tough like they were in the old days, go fuck your hat. Like Mike Dicka, Dick Butt Kiss. Those guys wouldn't last two fucking weeks in this year. In, well, in they smoked and drank a lot, probably too, right? So it's just, it's just, things are just different. They are. They, they I, are I, different. And I didn't say better. They're different. Different. They're different. Speaking of different, I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna take a quick little tangent to our. Uh, I don't. I don't Pittsburgh. like when you go on these by your on these own little tangents by yourself. Uh, two, no, but that's the two and a half year history of the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Dave's tangents haven't. Uh, they haven't got uh go, go ahead. I'm kidding. I'm totally RIP Franco Harris. Yes. Um um Hall of Famer, great, great man. Uh um uh, like I say, Hall of Famer on the field, uh responsible for, for one of the most iconic moments in uh NFL history with the Immaculate Reception. Yeah. The one starts with that too, which is great. Um, uh, I, we have, uh, we have podcast friends that are Pittsburgh Steelers. I still hate the fucking Steelers, but, but, but RIP Frank, Franco Harris. I, 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 I really, I really liked, uh, that man. And it's a shame that he had a pass two days before they were going to retire his fucking Jersey in Pittsburgh. So it's. Yeah, they're retiring his jersey this weekend, and yeah, on on Saturday. There I didn't go. know okay. that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, like it, it's it's scheduled. They're retiring his jersey in Pittsburgh on Sat. I think it's on Saturday. I think it's, it's a Saturday yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. I think most games are Saturday games, actually. Yeah, it's like he's he's getting his jersey retired in Pittsburgh, and he died three days before that. So, um. Yeah, I don't know, like so, but nonetheless, like I, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna be smirch the Pittsburgh Steelers at all because I think Franco Harris, immaculate was, reception, well, yeah, the immaculate reception, 
did the game and and when I was reading the tributes to him over the weekend, you find me a fucker anywhere that has a bad word to say about him and what he did off the field, on the field, everything. Um, That's the way I want my sports heroes to be. Too bad he had to do it for the Steelers. But great man. Rest in peace, Franco Harrison, to, to, to our Pittsburgh Steelers fans. I'm sorry for your loss. Couple quick hits, Dave. Uh, one, Trevor Bowers reinstated Major League Baseball today or today or yet doesn't much matter uh, when people listen to this. But Bauer, uh, everybody knows the story. Uh, nefarious situation out there in L.A., Malibu. He says it was consensual with him and another woman, uh, or a woman, not another woman, but a woman. Uh, on and on the story. We're not going to get into details of it, but. Uh, would you take a flyer on a guy like that, like the Deshaun the Watson kind of a situation? Do you take a flyer as a uh, as an owner, as a GM of a guy with uh, that kind of a uh, a background and a history and a past on him? Do you? I don't think you can. Like even, even I don't even Cohen with the match, Like you know, you could probably get him for a song, and he's like it, if you if you uh, take away all his off the field misgivings, character issues, whatever we want to call this. He's a $35 million pitcher. He's that good. He made a lot of money not pitching the last couple of years. He does not see my clubhouse at all. I don't I don't care if he's the missing piece. I don't care if if God himself says you sign him. He get uh, you will win a World Series. I do not want any part of my success of my team with that motherfucker's name on it. No, a hundred percent. Dave, you have a bit of a. Uh, I you, you talked about it off the air a little bit now, but I'll, I'll give you your. Uh, your platform or the platform here in the fourteen twenty Sports Bar podcast brought to you by Rocket Sports and RocketSports.com. Uh, let me hear your thoughts on number 99, not Wayne Gretzky, but Aaron Judge being named the next uh, El Capitan of the New York, of my New York Yankees. I want to hear your take on it. When the fuck did being a captain of a baseball team become a thing? I've never, ever heard of it before Jeter. And I've never heard, like, what's the captain of any, can you name a captain of any Major League Baseball team besides the Yankees? I can't, and I'm a baseball dork. Yeah, this is absolute fucking bullshit. I'm I sure there's what, some out there, but I don't know any. Yeah, it, it, it's a fucking crock of shit, and it's Yankee fucking Yankees <laughs> just wanting to merchandise something just to, to like, the, the captain and and with all that shit with Jeter and like the, the captain, who was the captain before Jeter? Like uh, Don Mattingly, but it was a there was a big break in between, obviously, right? Like it was. Yeah, this captain. There, there was there was about nine years in there. They didn't have one. Like when they were winning World Series, they didn't have a captain. The Yankees can fuck right off with this merchandising fucking gimmick, and and they're gonna wish they didn't do that. And like in the like honestly. Of any sport, the uh, baseball does not need a captain because they got a manager, right? Like, like he can come out and talk to things. It's, 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 like, it's, 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 it's the biggest piece of like, bullshit. At least I've in ever football, read, at least in football, there, there's a coin toss, 
from the which side let's and it's the captains something. come out and do yeah. that right yeah and then uh in, in 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 hockey obviously the captain goes and talks to the referees if there's a discrepancy what's going on in baseball like he never went and saw jeter going and talking to the umpires and hey you might want to double check that one What's the ruling here? No, the manager goes out and takes care of that. It's it, it's 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 ridiculous. It is the the fact a the Yankees have a captain and b the fact I know who the Yankees captain is because it's thick and no other team has a captain. Who's the captain of the Dodgers? Who's the captain of the Astros? These are teams All with a lot me. more success. Yeah, but no, probably, uh, probably that prick Bregman. Well, you know, you you, you know what. You win a World Series, you get to be a captain. How about fucking Judge wins the series? Hey, take the C off that fucking tall bitch, and then you can give him the captain if he delivers the title. They, uh, yeah, there isn't no, they're, 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 yeah, they're not even putting the C on the jersey. The NFL does it. They, they started doing it about 10, 12 years ago, I think. Because it's a real thing in the it's, NFL. It's a made up fucking Yankee marketing. It's, it's, rid- thing. it's, it's ridi- ridiculous. And some fans it's love so it. It's so bad. I, I, for one, I can't stand it. I find it ridiculous, but whatever. Like, you just be a leader. Just be I'm leader. embarrassed for the Yankees to just do Just be the leader in the clubhouse. Just be the leader in the clubhouse. Yeah. That's all you have to do. It's, Announce it's- the captaincy. You didn't even sign him last year. Like, you fucking assholes. And now he's the <laughs> captain. He's our leaders. Like, yeah. you know, it, like you know, I, I don't hate the like, Yankees, but I, I, I hate the Yankees. And this gives me one more reason to hate the Yankees. Because, like, fuck <laughs> you. Captain, captain of the Yankees with Dave, mantle. Dave, you know, like, you know, he like honestly, Aaron Judge might be the thirty-fifth best Yankee ever to play and don the pinstripes. Right, as of right now. As of right now, yeah. And now he's the captain. He's only one of three captains. <laughs> fuck. He's <laughs> fuck off. It's you're a, you're you're a little feisty towards the, the like to the for the Christmas season and the Ebenezer Scrooge and things up a little bit tonight with your your leaf hatred and your and your Yankee hatred. They usually well, the festive seasons upon us. Your power of positive thinking and the like, David. No, I, I I get that, but don't fucking piss on my shoes and tell me it's raining. Like it's 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 ridiculous. These things. It's it, 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 like I'm not gonna stand for ridiculousness and and pageantry. Oh, captain! Like it, that that actually pisses me off. Sounds and like it. Just it just happens to be the Yankees. I don't care if if uh, you know w- w- you know what. I think Jason Veritek was the captain of the Bo Sox back in the day. I, I think, think I remember you're right. a, yeah. a little C. So I am going to stand corrected, but fuck the Bo Sox. Yeah, uh, like I said, I watch the hundreds of games a year, and I I can't think of anybody even talking about it. Captain. Why? I, I think it's I, I think it's ridiculous. It's so like I love the Yankees, but I so I, I think that is the most ridiculous thing going. Anyways, we'll uh, take a little break here. Go uh, fill our. Fill our cups of uh, with some more Christmas cheer. Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Ebenezer and Brent together again. Fourteen twenty style Christmas. We'll be back to you. Brought to you by Rocket Sports and RocketSports.com. Use promo code one four two zero Rock. That's fourteen twenty R U K K at RocketSports.com today. I don't wish anybody else have a merry Christmas, everybody, but. Yeah, don't try and slip the easy ones by me because I'm festive. Here we go. (laughs) 
for stocking stuffers this holiday season? Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app and purchase tickets for an upcoming game, concert, or show. And by using our promo code 1420POD, you will save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek.com. And who doesn't like saving money, especially at this time of year? That's promo code 1420POD and get your seat in the seat at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app today. Fourteen Twenty Sports Bar Podcast Christmas Edition of the show. We're three days away from the Batman rolling through the front door and down the chimney with care. All that stuff. I, I had I had something good there, but I lost it halfway through. But <laughs> anyways, the holiday season's upon us. The Fourteen Twenty Sports Bar Podcast brought to you by Seat Geek and the Seat Geek app. Use promo code one four two zero. Odd at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself twenty bucks on some tickets. For the holiday season, when this, by the time this com- this comes out, you just love ch- uh, chance to get some stocking stuffers and the like, or some tickets for the holiday season, or for next season. Doesn't matter. It doesn't go bad. Get a gift. Get a gift card. I don't know. Are gift cards a thing on fourteen twenty? Oh, I'm, I'm sure I have something drummed up somewhere. I got some. Wow, well, you know, over. just Venmo Brent the money, and we'll, we'll, <laughs> and we'll call her good Venmo. Yeah. I don't even think I have a Venmo account. I don't know what that even means, but all I, all I know is like the podcasts I listen to, the independents, they some of them have Venmo. They have Venmos, and they have um, fuck. What is the other one? Something else. Something that we don't have because we ain't getting paid yet. No, no, we sure aren't. Anyways, <laughs> but nonetheless, we're not bitching. We're anyway. It's the Christmas season. We are happy. Things are uh, winding up here in uh, Parksville, BC. For me, you're in Lethbridge area. You got your fancy Christmas hat on. Uh, Christmas music is going. What do you got going on for the Christmas season, Dave? What's what's in your head right now? Uh Christmas season. We're gonna have a, a small Christmas, and then like, well, just with two families, you got to make it work. So all the all the family shit's gonna be <laughs> shit. Stuff. The family get togethers and opening presents. Um, I'm I'm I most look forward to Christmas Day when it's just me, Kaylee, and my son and Jasper, and we do it together and we have fun and we enjoy it and we make an event of it. And it, it, it's not work at all. It's just enjoying each other's company on 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 the morning of Christmas, and I and I quite look forward to that. But then you got your things going on and and what have you and, and which is a, which which is a nice thing. It's a good problem to have to be, yeah, to be wanted and to be loved to to share time. That's gonna all going to be done on the twenty sixth, and I'm going to have some time to 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 spend with my son and my wife, just the, the three of us. So I'm really looking forward to that this Christmas season. No, it's going to be good. It's the first time uh, we've all been together, like for, for my family, since Dad passed away. So we, it's going to be a nice one. We had the the COVID Christmas and the like, so it's been a bit uh, di- a bit different uh, the, this time around. It's going to be nice to be out here. My my brother Mike's coming here tomorrow. I haven't seen him since his wedding back. In, no, I did see him in July when they came out for the Calgary Stampede, but I haven't seen him since July. That's I think this is the longest we've gone uh, apart 
in a long time since we haven't seen I would so, imagine because you guys worked together. We worked together so for a long time. We lived together for a long time. So this is probably the longest we've been apart uh, in, for this kind of So it might be, it's going to be fun to see Mike and maybe. Does we'll, he drag uh, the trailer up there or is there room for everybody in the house? I don't know what the plan is. I haven't done a bunch of investigating there, but it, whatever happens, happens. It we'll ain't your problem. It. It's not. It's really not. It never really is. Are you and are you and uh, the producer allowed to share a room, even though you're not married? Because that what that was an issue for me and Kaylee when we uh, we we traveled too much. Uh, we are, um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm certain that if my uh, I'm because I'm almost fifty now. So, uh, but I'm certain that if my uh, my uh, father was still around, I, it wouldn't be a thing. I honestly like you think I, Steve Arena would have he said you know, you're no no you don't just <laughs> out, 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 yeah, see you later. Who has a nicer room? Your mom or you and D? Mom. Yeah, so she gets the queen and you and uh and you and the producer have to share a, a double kind of thing. Oh, I probably end up on the floor by the end of the night, whatever. Things <laughs> <laughs> always turn out there. Just ridiculous. Anyways, I'm glad I'm glad you're surrounded by family and oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be it's really a good. good time of year, yes. Yeah. You got some well, you, you had some Christmas stuff you wanted to chat about. You Christmas music. Well, Christmas, Christmas stuff, yeah, Christmas music. You know, like yeah, we all hear that like I well, so are we. I like putting the music on the radio to, to the to the Christmas station, like so in Lethbridge is 1077. And when yeah. I get home, I put it on Amazon uh, Music and uh, put it on the different Christmas stations. And some music is good and some is bad. Oh, Christ, I wish I, I had my phone by me. I'm going to look it up as I'm talking. I heard the worst Christmas song. The, the worst. Ever. The absolute worst. It was Christmas shoes or something like that, but nonetheless. Um, <laughs> I love Christmas shoes. There is oh, not a song called Christmas shoes. Fucking right. Look at look at my Twitter. <laughs> look at like I don't know if it was mine or if it was on uh, my my personal. I'll find it. But you know, there's uh, there's the remakes like uh, rock stars and whatever. Um, pick the songs that they want to do. Is there a better song than Santa Claus is Coming to Town? Like a Bruce remake Springsteen? by Bruce Springsteen? It ranks up like, there, yeah, it, it, it ranks way up there. And the ones I'm thinking about is uh, Jingle Ball Rock with Hollow Notes, but that doesn't win, by who? and uh. Hall and Oates, the Jingle Ball Rock with Hall and Oates is a good one. I like it. And also a good one is I Saw Mummy Kissing Santa Claus by Mellencamp. See, I'm a, I'm more of a, uh, a Ronnie Spector uh, Christmas, like the, the old, you know what I'm talking about, right? The, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm more of a Ronnie Spector I Saw Mummy Kissing Santa Claus song. I, 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 I like the Ronettes and their, their Christmas songs a lot. And I, I, I like the Melon Cap one a little bit. Like, I won't turn it off. Uh, I'll I'll even turn it up. It depends how things are going. But, you know, I, li I like that song a lot. Those are all, all good ones. I'm I'm still a big believer. Uh, I'm a big, big guy. The U2 Christmas song, Baby, Please Come Home. I love that song. I oh, absolutely love that. U2? Fuck that shit. I, I, like, like, I, I put it on, uh, on Twitter the other day. Uh, Darling Love. She did that song every year for David Letterman for tw for twenty eight years. 
I did, didn't know that. Oh, like, uh, yeah. Go find my Twitter. I'll send it to you when we're off. Darling Love. In 1986, she sang this song for Letterman. It's her song. Yeah. And it's a Ron, and like it was on, he even showed the album in 1986. Um, the Ron Spector Christmas special album, whatever. Yeah. And uh, she sang it with Paul Schaefer. And the and, world's like, most and, dangerous band. Yes. Just the four of them. <laughs> So it was, it was Darling Love and the World's Most Dangerous Band. And then also, then I put also, I, I followed it up with her last performance on Letterman's last Christmas special. And it was, so it was uh, 28 years later. And it was the production. It was, it's ridiculous. And yeah, Baby Please Come Home. Give me Darling Love and Baby Please Come Home over Mariah Carey. Even though that's a great tune. I get it. Give me darling love over Mariah Carey any day. That Mariah, she's made a bit of a uh, of a fortune on that tune, eh? Like just, I I like it. I, I it's it. I wouldn't. Say I like it, it too. I wouldn't say it's 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 worn out, but it doesn't get the same uh, airtime for me that it used to. I used to play that song in July just for a little pick me up and a smile. Sometimes, man. Well, I think it's because Mariah is so abrasive in her just Mariah-ness, right? Like, do we have to see her on Christmas festivals? Do we have to see her at the Thanksgiving parade? Do we have to see her here? She's such... She's clearly in it for the for the money. And, and, oh, and, yeah. good, and good for you, like, you know, but really, you gotta come up and show up to, to make another 10 million bucks on your Oh, 700 million you got in the bank. You like, wonder, I, I, you I wonder what like would have happened with the captain, the actual, the, the captain. The if, captain, what do you mean? If he would have, Jeter, if he would have stuck well, say around. Derek, with, say Derek Jeter. If he I, was, I, I, was, I was making a, a joke from our previous I, I segment, know, I but, get that. Yeah. But you wonder what would have happened to Jeter's career if he would have stu- stuck with uh, Mrs. Christmas Mariah Carey. You just um, wonder. I don't, don't I don't think it would have went well. He don't got time for that shit. Like he's serious. Well, that's why he didn't. That. But you just wonder if if he just uh he he took the bait and and said and said forever. Oh. Oh yeah, but like yeah, get just go away. Like I just I I I really don't like Mariah Carey. I've never liked her. She sings. She has some pipes. But uh, and this that the, her Christmas song is really good as well. But she can go away. She when go away. when is Christmas music over? Is it Christmas night? Is it during the, the week between like the like two three days after Christmas? Boxing Day. Boxing Day. That's 26. it. Any any song any Christmas song that gets played after December twenty sixth is uh, you missed it, right? You know, it's like wearing white after Labor Day. But what if you, uh, well, Orthodox Christmas? I ain't Orthodox. <laughs> I, I technically <laughs> am. But... <laughs> no, fuck it. This is the, 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 the do your Orthodox, whatever. Little, little drummer boys and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you can do Ukrainian shit. Ukrainian. There's Greek too. I mean, there's not just Ukrainian. Well, I didn't do your Greek shit too. But is, is it is it is it Ukrainian Christmas or is it is it Greek Orthodox Christmas in your eyes? It's Ukrainian Christmas. I have no idea because I was raised Protestant and 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 we were pretty 
you know, as a wasp, as a wasp, our our holidays are pretty clear and set. And this is when you do this, and what this is when you do that. So uh, yeah. Christmas, I, is, I love it. It's great. A lot of I memories. A lot, I love well. it. I think it's great. Like yeah, people, people get down on it, but they. Uh, but once it comes around, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. You get together with friends and family, and you know, spread some festive uh, festive cheer and, and the like. And you can actually t- turn uh, like I I I tuned out the sports world a little bit already. Uh, just being around friends and family is a lot more important than this. Uh, this and it's cri- a lot more fun. But, yeah. You know, at the end of the day, it is a lot more fun to be around having a, like, well, for me, it's just having a cocktail or two and, and just, and just having fun and visiting and dipping and, and into the enjoying. nog. Yeah. And enjoying each other. Right. Yeah. You dipping know, I like enjoying nog. people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting into the nog. Yeah, I had a good, I had a pretty stiff dog tonight, too. <laughs> yeah, um, can't, can't tell. <laughs> hey, you remember when you were kids, so those stop motion, like um, the Santa Claus is coming to town where the redhead Santa went to Burger Von Burgermeister, that show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there was, and there was the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with the, the broken toys yeah. and the elf that wanted to be a dentist and that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, when I, I remember being a little kid and that, that Ru- Rudolph show, Santa was the biggest fucking asshole. Like, I stopped being a Santa fan then. Really? Uh, so I was probably seven years old, and I was like, Santa, you fucking <laughs> dick. Because he, he, he mocked Rudolph. He said, "Get him off!" And he and he and he mocked his. I have. Mom I'm and gonna dad. have to. I'm gonna have to check that out this holiday season, the next couple of days, because I don't recall that. I don't oh, think Santa I, was Santa mean to Rudolph. Fucking right, he was, and he I didn't he, know that. He publicly shamed Rudolph, and he publicly shamed Rudolph's parents. And then, on as to that, the 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 Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer song, like you know, Donner and Dasher yeah. and blah. But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? That's the only fucking reindeer I know. Stupid. Like, fuck that song. Fuck that myth. You know. You know do you um, know who the other reindeer was? Donner and Dasher and Blitzen no, and Bob. Who? Olive. I didn't know that. Who told all you of, that? All of the other reindeer. Ah. Uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cheap moment. I had to throw it out there. Hey, you know what? I dig it. That's a, that is a good one. All of the other reindeer. Yeah, but you know, like watch that, like watch it with a critical eye as an adult. Santa's a fucking dick. I didn't know that. I've yeah. never, I've never thought of Santa be, as being a bad guy and a guy who would public shame a reindeer. I you just, know, back in the day before I even knew Santa was not like real, I was like, Jesus, this guy's a dick. And so I, I don't, with my critical eye, I, I never really <laughs> bought into Santa and like, like yeah, fuck Santa. I wouldn't go that far. He's done a lot Watch of Watch that show. Bringing the toys to the girls and boys. Like, Yeah, but then like, you know. So he made all... fun of a deer with a, a shiny nose. Who cares? Who saved the day? Right. Like, but, but do you recall the most famous re- reindeer at all? He's the most famous reindeer of all. Of course we fucking recall it. So I don't, I don't understand that whole Rudolph. Thing. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure we watch that in the next couple of days. Cause I, I don't remember the public shaming that you're claiming Santa gave to, to, to uh, Rudolph. I don't. And I, his parents and his parents too. Oh yeah. Like he fucking came down hard. Santa was a dick. <laughs> Uh, last one. What's a better? What's a better Christmas tune? 
Um, uh, so this is Christmas, the Lennon tune. I like. So this is Christmas. Yeah. What have you done? Or Last Christmas by Wham. I'm going to go with the Wham one, just for the simple sake that I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> well, at least I can get the hater out. The funny you. thing about, actually, I was watching, we had the, uh, at home there, the uh, that last Christmas by Wham video was on. If you look now that now that and it doesn't, I'm not I'm not gay shaming. I'm not at all. Like I'm not doing it at all. But the the way that George Michael is uh, batting his eyes across the room, it takes a different connotation now. Who he's actually looking at? It does. Was he looking at you? No, across the room in the video. Oh. In the video, like I haven't watched that music video in probably twenty five. Oh, we put YouTube remember. on and let it let it roll through. Play Christmas tunes right on. You see stuff, right? And, but you and, watch? I just put it on for music. Sorry, I, I interrupt. Yeah, I watch. Like they're on. You watch and you see the dancing around and some smiles and laughs and Christmas cheer and the whole bit. But yeah, so like when when George Michael's looking across the room and there's a guy and a gal that he's looking across the room at singing "Last Christmas I Gave You My Heart." Now that we know he he's gay, it 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 makes a guy think who he was looking at in that video. Now it doesn't matter. I'm just just making a statement. Okay. Like it doesn't matter. I don't it care. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't change the video at all. It's just it's just yeah. It's just, but, yeah. Just goes, huh? I, that's just a different outlook at things now. He uh, got fucked over maybe, by somebody. Maybe he gave his heart to a woman the first Christmas, and he was giving it. And that was it. it. The, the, the yeah. very next day, you gave it away. And so I'm I'm, I'm just giving it to a man. And I'm gonna give it to somebody special. He said. Yeah. And I don't know. Neither do I. But it's a great song. I like that song. That's it one of is. my favorite ones. It's it's a good one. one. They're all pretty good songs. That that uh, no, no the, the, you know what's a bad one that that the other Beatle guy who sang that song that Christmas one. That, oh, wonderful beat, Christmas the, time. No, that that yeah, that's beat, a terrible beat, song. That goes what I'm saying. The two like the Beach Boys have a great Christmas song with Little Saint Nick, and we we've named two Beatles songs that are not good Christmas songs. Uh, no, that's not true. So this is Christmas this is a good Christmas song. I just think last Christmas is a little bit better. That wonderful Christmas time by uh, by Sir Paul C- McCartney. That is a bad song. Horrific. It's, it's, it's in fact, it would have to get better to, to become under the label of horrific. It's so it's worse than horrific. <laughs> oh, I hate that song. It's it's. It's, don't 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 it's, didn't it's, they yeah, use that for torture in some like some no here just i'm gonna oh shit we're not a nazi camp in... obviously because the nazis weren't really a thing when they were making beatles christmas songs but wasn't yeah, there something there was some some torture rumors or a cia or something to get guys to say something or wasn't it the story behind there you know it's something but here's the thing it came on. It came on even this afternoon. And Jasper, I like this song. I like. He loves uh, it. Jasper it. likes it, and it's not his fault. But um, <laughs> I, I don't. It, it's Christmas, so I didn't say this is a terrible song, buddy. Well, yeah, you should try try to be positive with your with your son at Christmas time. Not talking but, about Santa being a, a no shame. Oh God. 
But like, I, hey, so I, I just looked it up because I shazammed it. You know what I'm talking about when yeah. I say that, eh? The Christmas Shoes by New Song. The, the, the group's name is New Song. I'll have to uh, check that one out. The, it's coming here right now. I'm sending it to New you song. as we speak. New Song. It's, Christmas Shoes. It's fucking terrible. Like, I, it was on the radio as we were, I went, uh, we joked to Waterton today. And it was on the radio. I was like, "Jeez, does this not a what you bad want?" Song, and because I like listening to Christmas music, and I, and I even tweeted it. Out. I go, "Sir Paul, you are no longer the 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 winner. This is the worst Christmas. This is the song worst I've ever one. heard." <laughs> Jim, maybe play that out for the uh, for the fourteen twenty Christmas special. Play that one out for us at the end of the show. Maybe put your own spin on a guitar it up. Jimmy Valentine it up. Merry Christmas Don't to you. Don't play uh, Christmas Shoes new song. Please do not. Jimmy, give it a listen. Maybe put your, your spin on it and get making it sound a little bit better. J- Jimmy Valentine Christmas album coming up by, by the 1420 Productions. I don't know. I We're rambling a little bit here. Anyways, Dave, thanks for uh, joining me tonight. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy day. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Make sure you you, you say hi to the, the wife and the kid for me. Wish them a Merry Christmas from me and Deanne and the like. Uh, been a great year. We've had a lot of fun doing the show. Got some new sponsors this year. Things are looking up uh, on the uh, other end of things with Belly Up Sports. We had a good night's meeting with them last night. But anyways, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Uh, make sure you uh, take some time to just relax. Put the toes up and have a smile and have, have a beverage and we'll see you uh, probably in the new year. You will for sure. Same to you, Brent. Um, uh, toes up. Whatever. They're, they're going to be out of the cold to you as well. Hugs and kisses to your family, to Deanne, to, 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 to Jim, to your mom. Um, enjoy your time. Relax. Enjoy this season and let's, let's, let's all remember to appreciate the things that, that make life better and, that, and that's friends and family and, and let's, let's go forward, onward and upward and, and we'll We'll see everybody in the new year. 100%. Don't know if we can do another one between Christmas and New Year's. We'll get a best of show out there for you guys. Me and Jim will work on some next next couple of days when he gets over here, when he gets dig, digs his car out of the snowbank in Vancouver. What a mess that is. Anyways, Merry Christmas, everybody. And remember, take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself. Speed you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? No swinging at high pitches this Christmas season. There we go. Have a good Christmas. And we'll talk to you guys again in the new year. See you, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 